0: Callisto, a lonely and cold moon orbiting the gas giant of Jupiter, is thought by scientists to be one of the possible locations able to support life in our solar system. But if any life exists on Callisto, would it not be on its icy barren surface, but hundreds of miles below in its pitch black subsurface ocean? But what would this life look like? Would they be gigantic leviathans created by deep sea giganticism, or perhaps even stranger still? tiny microbes and parasites eager to feast off of any sign of life welcome to the vanquishers guide i'm your host bryce i'm bradley that
1: was a long pause i'm randy <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay and yeah we're back for another week uh what an intro trying something new uh tell us tell us if you like it but
1: oh. yeah yeah i'm i'm i want to know if because uh, like okay We've we've talked about aliens and stuff before, and I've yeah, we mentioned the, it a couple times. i usually sit on the opposite corner of you guys on saying that most. I'm I'm unconvinced of uh. You're a non-believer. Like, like I I could see like we found bacteria and stuff, but I'm yet to be convinced of like. So you're a big fan of horse aliens, but not humanoid aliens. Interesting. Yeah, so no, crazy. unless wait, what did, I forget what we talked about? Well, oh yeah, like the uh Thunderbird. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. with Thunderbird people. Yeah, yeah, oh, Thunderbird yeah. aliens, oh yeah. I forgot, I forgot about we
0: that we went to like aliens in that episode. That's so I don't crazy. Know how that happened.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah. I'm uh, I definitely have pondered in recent days of like of no? extraterrestrial life. Um it's and because I'm, of the U.S. military shooting it down over uh, Alaska. Oh, or... yeah. all
0: the all the weird stuff flying oh, around. No, the, the, the
1: aliens world. that the Absolutely crazy no, the balloon yeah. the aliens left behind after they visited. because oh, because alien technology that allows yeah. for multi yeah quadrant space travel. I don't even know if yeah. that's a real thing. It's, it's very flimsy. Yeah, obviously. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you got you got to have something like normal. Balloons still exist in their planet. Do they? Do they? Why wouldn't I don't they? Because what if their like atmosphere is completely different? What if helium doesn't exist on a scale that it does here? There's yeah. way too many questions.
0: Helium yeah. exists
1: in the universe.
0: I mean, yeah, but maybe it's plentiful here and not elsewhere. But uh, to kind of uh, pull vault off of this discussion, you know, <laughs> it's kind of interesting that we're mentioning like life and that like one of the most interesting things about like alien life to me is that. Um, it's really impossible, like, nearly impossible to, like, speculate at all what it could be Mm -hmm. like, you know? It's just because it could be completely so foreign to us. It could, like, not even be, like, carbon-based, you know? It could have totally different, like, life processes and, like, just... This is just stuff we would never know. But also, uh, I'm guessing that a lot of you guys listening can guess that by mentioning the moon of callisto is that we're going to be talking and going to the universe of the callisto protocol today Uh, oh totally guessed it i knew it (laughs) dude i was
1: so that went over my head man i assume we were talking about jurassic
0: park oh my gosh bro i think that's like the the second uh maybe the third like episode in a row that we've mentioned Jurassic Park kind of crazy really no <laughs> way really <laughs> uh, we might have skipped one but I remember in, like listening to our podcast like uh, <laughs> we have definitely mentioned it quite a bit recently
1: it's in my brain living rent-free and for real
0: but yeah the Quisto Protocol was a pretty neat game that uh came out recently and I think it posed some pretty interesting questions you know um mm-hmm. I know that unfortunately the game was kind of plagued by some uh, very glaring performance issues. Okay. Uh, early and it's always PC release, and the game had some other issues, but I think it it had a really cool and pretty unique universe along with it. So, uh, I've also been watching The Last of Us TV show on HBO. Fantastic, Fantastic. and I just have like the uh, the itch for the zombie diseases, fever diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's okay, a, well, maybe don't get
1: fever. You got to quarantine with that. You should, <laughs> you should isolate. That's why yeah. he's watching it because he's got the fever, so he's quarantined. And... Say, <laughs> so, well, this is know. me in yeah. a couple of days, so I guess <laughs> might as well.
0: Yeah, but uh, so I think we'll just jump right into it. So, what? for those of you that do not know and are unfamiliar with the Callisto Protocol, uh, it takes place in the universe, hundreds of years in the future, in the year. 2320 and this is gotcha. when humanity has started to spread its spacefaring wings and started to kind of branch out within our solar system it is actually terraforming some of the planets and moons kind of out in the further reaches of our solar system Kind of around like jupiter and stuff like that
1: gotcha so like our normal universe like our, our correct like solar system and everything but just like way way in the future
0: yeah, yeah. Like I think it tries to right. do like a pretty like realistic and grounded yeah. approach. You know, is Callisto or, like, a real moon? Is Callisto a real moon? It actually is. is it? Okay, it,
1: it, I, I, that just goes to show my my lacking information. Space of geography. Astronomy. Yeah, well, I, I'm just so <laughs> lacking in that that area of my knowledge. Everywhere else, I'm good. But that, yeah, I'm. I'm well, all in short. Piggybacking off that question, Bryce, if you know. You're, in your intro, you said that scientists have thought it po- a possible location to support life. Is that true in like actual life too, or is it like specifically in the video game?
0: I believe so. Yeah, is so that like oh. uh, scientists theorize that there's like a huge subsurface ocean miles oh. beneath like uh, just like tons of ice on Callisto? Is wow. that so... is that the same thing where they saw like the, like real like in real time they found? Bacteria in frozen ice was it that uh moon that they did? Uh, um, I can't say for sure on that one. I'm not too okay. so sure isn't, like when that discovery is. But
1: isn't Titan the moon Titan also like a liquid uh moon that has possibly frozen oceans underneath of it? Or am um, I misremembering? Come on, for, Bryce, don't you know everything about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just like if anybody, any of the three of us know. I'm just curious because I was thinking I read something about Titan being a liquid planet as well.
0: Yeah, um, but from what I can remember, planet, I think but... it's theorized that there are like huge oceans of like methane on oh, okay. Titan. Um, I'm, but I'm not like an astronomer even in the slightest, so don't hold what? me to that. You know, Titan gonna... is an icy
1: moon with a surface rock hard with uh rock hard ice water, but uh, it's also known to have liquid um beneath the surface oh okay. thank so you has, wikipedia like,
0: another like subsurface yeah. Very Google, cool
1: google's there. a good thing <laughs> there
0: yeah, you go. got us you got us coming in clutch but um kind of going back to the quisto protocol yeah no absolutely is uh so there's uh a lot of these like corporate giants that are funding this expanse into like our solar system you know nice. as corporations probably would uh-huh. And one of the main and largest like entities that's spearheading this operation is called the UJC, and that stands for the United Jupiter Company. So I think they're based mostly around kind of the moons of Jupiter, like, um, like Callisto and Europa and stuff like that. Gotcha. And so yeah, they've started to kind of terraform and try and basically set up like uh livable settlements for people on those moons and they also use propaganda you know go figure to spread the (laughs) perception of a bright and shiny future living colonies uh it's kind of neat to kind of sidetrack is that there's actually a pretty cool like six part uh narrative podcast that you can also listen to uh that was made by uh the same people that made uh the queso protocol and it was to kind of like promote it and so it it just is like the side story that was pretty that was before the Quisto Protocol, you know, nice, and yeah. uh, it kind of adds a bit more life to the universe. It's not like super lore heavy or anything, but so it's like uh, an
1: it's like an in world like uh podcast like slash propaganda post thing made by them.
0: Yeah, but I, I guess what I was getting to is that like at the end of like some of the episodes, they have like these like commercials. For the nice. UJC, and they're That's like super cool. cheesy, you know. And like if, <laughs> you ever, if you've ever seen like Starship Troopers or anything like that, uh-huh. you know, it's like people are like, "Oh, I'm ready to fight," you know. I'm doing be my a, part. I want to be a I'm, prison security guard. I'm doing my
1: part. Yeah. I'm thinking of like the outer worlds right now. Of how mm-hmm. like yeah, it's always, like, come colonize the star. Like it's Basically. very like, yeah.
0: yeah, 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 completely. And then uh, that podcast that I mentioned is called uh, Helix Station. If you want oh, cool. to listen to it, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it was a pretty good listen for me. That's funny. But, um, so getting back to our, uh, biophage pathogen, which is actually the topic of our discussion today, that wonderful disease. Love um, it. So... It's kind of interesting is that uh for the callisto protocol a lot of the lore is still shrouded in mystery i think like the universe and the lore of like callisto protocol in general is like kind of budding at this point and hopefully we'll see some more like uh, expansions into it but to go off of what we know about this biophage pathogen This was first discovered when the UJC was in search for possibly life, but more probably just for uh, more resources to fuel this ravenous and uh, endless expansion by them. And so they set their sights on the moon of Jupiter, which would be Callisto. And so they set out and they created a mining colony, and this was... Pretty much their objective was to dig into the hundreds of miles of ice to see if there was any valuable resources, you know, like metals or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I think they were also pretty interested to see if there actually was a subsurface ocean at this time. And so, uh, unfortunately, their efforts weren't really fruitful to begin with. You know, they were digging like crazy and not finding (laughs) a lot. But uh, I guess the UUJC really thought that there was something on it. Kind of suspicious, honestly. And so Mm -hmm. uh, eventually, after digging for quite a while, they finally broke through into the subsurface ocean. And what do you know? Out of this icy darkness emerged a absolutely gargantuan life form. And this life form... Possibly could be more aptly described as an abomination. It was wow. pretty, pretty freaked up Grooble. looking, honestly. <laughs> That's it a was... face only
1: a mother could love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, I don't even know if a mother would like that. But... Ooh, dang. It, really it's, rough, him, man. it's rough. It's uh, rough. So this uh, creature had many eyes and many, many more teeth. What? And so. Uh, as this was just like kind of like a basic mining colony, they really didn't have a way to deal with this (laughs) massive creature initially. Yeah. So it started to rampage their colony. And I imagine it was just like literally tearing them apart. And they were getting like uh, pretty panicked at this time, as I believe anybody would be. And at the same time, to make matters worse, a strange new disease started to quickly manifest among the colonists. And this came to be known as the biophage pathogen. And this new disease was strange and ravenous. It was incredibly deadly, but also had the fascinating and very weird side effect of rapidly creating new mutations and evolutions in the host. And this disease began to tear through the small mining colony. But uh, in a pretty dystopian-esque fashion, the administration saw this new disease disease as encouraging <laughs> and they didn't mind the deaths too much as they saw the workforce as disposable but they saw great potential in these strange new side effects of course and they like, did yeah i know <laughs> never prioritize life just uh that yeah. new, shiny new discovery
1: the constant always gotta march forward the frightful march of progress
0: yep And uh, as I said before, the colony at this time was in a pretty dire situation. And so they sent out a distress signal and the UGAC eventually sent a security team to dispatch the rampaging creature. And they, they did kill it, you know, which is kind of interesting of like a disease like this. You know, a lot of times you just see like once like these horrible abominations appear, they're just like the, like, Humanity is just defenseless, but in this case, they were able to kill it, which is kind of interesting. But as they were investigating the creature's corpse, they discovered that it was full of thousands of larvae. Pretty disturbing. And these larvae turned out to be a disease vector for the biophage (laughs) pathogen. And to kind of just jump right into exactly what this disease is, how it operates, what are some of the symptoms. Um, yeah, what I need to know if I have this. I mm-hmm. I don't think you do because you would know immediately. It's well, a okay, okay. pretty aggressive disease. Um, so the main method of transmission uh, for the biophage pathogen was through ingestion of the parasitic larvae that are produced from any infected being. So like one person gets infected and then they start producing like all these larvae from themselves and then other people get infected and it uh, just kind of like exponentially rages out of control. Cool. And so this infection would start as a seemingly regular cough accompanied by a fever. Nothing too alarming. Would just I've had cough. those. Yeah, same. <laughs> but uh, it would quickly progress to a state where the infected person's blood vessels would burst And this was, of course, accompanied by decreased blood flow. So already just wonderful. And as the infection became more dire in the host, they would experience uh, weakness, muscle spasms, hair loss, a loss of cognitive functions, and empathy. And this would be accompanied by increased aggression. And at this point, the infected individual is essentially uh, just a rampaging... Humanity was, like, just brute, just attacking anything in sight. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. And uh, another fun fact is that as the individual would progress through these stages, they would often complain of painful presences and voices invading their mind. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe they're just going crazy. Maybe they're just, like, the, their brain, their mind is just, like, talking to them.
0: And it's causing their hair to fall out? And their I mean, blood vessels yeah, to burst?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that happens to everybody. Everyone goes crazy and the hair falls out eventually. Wait, uh, you guys aren't having act that act happen act. to you every yeah. day? No. It's just the slow descent into madness that regular humans experience. Wow, man.
0: Uh, I hope not.
1: No, this, but, this sounds honestly terrifying.
0: Yeah, it it's probably a pretty uncomfortable experience to say the least. It sounds but... like
1: some of my worst nightmares when I was a child. Well, and just like diseases were about how we've seen in the past, just diseases not even close to this scale have been treated by the right. <laughs> um, and not I not naming I, any names. But... Not naming any names. But <laughs> not pointing any I, fingers. Yeah. Be I, would disease. Be, I would be scared to see how the world reacted oh to goodness. something like this. We'd and how many people it. actually would s- try to pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> we would be okay. dead. In a I'm done. I'm done. I'm, but that's why it's more. it's terrifying because of real life experience.
0: No, yeah, I think that's super valid. And I think like any disease that alters your like mental state. Terrifying, you know, because yeah. like. To lose like your like physical abilities is like one thing, but to lose your mental uh, capabilities yeah. is a whole other. Beast. Yeah, yeah, for it's terrible. Sure. But uh, that's not all. You know, oh, good. Wait, oh, wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh, as this disease is rampaging inside of them, and it progresses into its later stages, the subject's metabolism would kick into overdrive and they would manifest Ooh. strange and new evolutions. Fun. Wow. Hey, uh, good, strong of, metabolism means everyone's
1: thinning down. That's or, good. Or bulking Losing up, weight. I suppose. Uh, I suppose either way.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, some of these would be uh, growth of cysts, pustules, and large new formations of body mass. Gross. Uh, they would have new <laughs> growths or modifications of existing limbs.
1: Also Uh,
0: gross. Biophagic (laughs) secretions or the ability to use biological active camouflage, aka invisibility. And sometimes they have the ability to projectile spit acid. How you mega gross? (laughs) Sometimes this would even go to the extremes of total body transmogrification. And this was by way of transforming someone into a form not even closely resembling a human. Okay, maybe not gross.
1: We're we talking like, like, like cat ears and stuff like that, or are we, are we, are we... like Jabba the Hut? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What kind of, of forming? Head. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, that one's well, much, that one's gross.
0: Honestly, even worse. Like we'll get to like the various forms of cat ears. Uh, these infected individuals, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it well. it gets gross. It gets gross. Yeah.
1: Gross. Then gross.
0: Yeah. Um and. Even more fun is this evolution of infected could happen so fast it could take place in a matter of seconds. Brutal. In some later stages of the infection, individuals could react to physical damage that they endured and sprout uh, tentacles from their abdomen. And if these tentacles remained undamaged for several seconds, the individual would receive a substantial increase in muscle mass, making them stronger and more much more resistant to further damage so i'm not
1: sure oh. if i'm not understanding that or it actually doesn't make sense but it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. so <laughs> why I what mean, are the chemicals doing how are they helpful in that situation? well how is
0: mass just growing out of <laughs> but it's fine it's magic it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know if the like conservation of mass is like coming into play too much. It's I think it's more of like a, just like a gameplay hey, feature. You know, this is a video game cool. after all.
1: I'm I am okay with it. It's just no question. I, I, you were reading it, I was just like, huh? But I,
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it does seem like a weird response, you know. But it is kind of cool that like the infected are actively evolve, like evolving to their yeah. in response to their environment. You know,
2: that's yeah, true. No, that's that's cool. pretty cool
0: but the the fun part about this disease is that that's just what we know what we've seen of like infected individuals particularly in the game which uh in the, in our timeline does take place a little bit later but uh so this disease could potentially have limitless and endless changes or evolutions that could be brought up by it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lim- unlimited power. Exactly. Who so star Wars like- references? <laughs> So we're talking like X Men, right? Like we could just be evolving humans and getting like superpowers.
0: I mean, I won't say that they could never like shoot lasers out oh, their wait. eyes, but
1: oh. could be as kind long of you're Calist- okay with having like tumors and stuff growing out of you. And, Callisto in... Callisto like, Protocol a, two, a giant slug. you have six arms, but you could shoot lasers out of your eye- eyes. Is it? And worth if you it? get punched, you start gaining tentacles from the <laughs> splash damage. You just you, you get punched once and you put on like sixty pounds.
0: <laughs> I mean it's all muscle though, right? Yeah, uh, hey yo, up.
1: beat me up. Let's go.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just getting swollen and swollen. <laughs> you well, can't stop me.
0: So if the also if the proposition of going insane, you know, wasn't bad enough and wasn't enough to deter you from possibly having kind of, you know, super strength or laser eyes, possibly. Um the, as the, the disease would take over a colony, it would also seem to infect and modify its environment. This would cause some areas to be completely overgrown with fleshy growths and pustules covering the floor. It's always pustules, man. It's yeah, gross. Yeah, seriously. Wait,
1: so is this happening when the body dies? It's um, like a fungus? Or I'm I'm, I'm to not fun- too die, sure. Mean? That's like one the... of the... <laughs> yeah. you just heard what I said. Oh, that's a uh,
0: that's one of the things that kind of sucks about the colistope protocol is like the infection isn't super well like okay. documented
1: yeah just tell like, me to shut up when i ask too many questions i'm just no no these are valid
0: questions it's just like shut if, up, nobody does.
1: usually when like a disease or something goes around it's like if it's gonna affect humans it's not gonna affect like a dog you know or like if it affects plant life it's mm-hmm. Usually not gonna affect humans a whole time. So I, I'm, but if it like when it dies, it like it it becomes like this like biomass fungus thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. I, I I it is a fantasy world, and I will. I will. Shut I up. You I, don't know.
0: I, no, you're no, not. And... A,
1: you're not a microbiologist. You don't know. I, that that is also true. I don't really know much
0: <laughs> about it. But that's also kind of like an interesting thing. Is that like. Uh, who's to say, like an alien infection? Oh, for sure. Something that's totally foreign to us couldn't be like uh, totally compatible with like all carbon-based life forms, there or one even like more. horrifying? Yeah, because like the interesting thing is that like the larva from this thing came from something totally not human. It was like some True. weird leviathan creature, but it was immediately able to like adapt and infect human beings. So I True. think it is able to like infect. Basically, any living creature, and to answer also your question before of like, is this like fleshy growth that's happening? Is this like dead people, or is this like people just like merging into the wall? I know in the game, you can kind of see like some of the people that are like halfway protruding out of the flesh walls can like look at you a little. you know Gross. and like you can see their eyes mm. moving. So,
1: I wonder if that's more of the disease than their actual like life/slash sentience. Me. Yeah,
0: and man, that's one of the tough things about this disease as well. Is, is it is like there's the big question of is this reanimating people or is this right. just like living people going insane? And like, mm-hmm. once you once they die, they're dead, you know. That's just kind of like one of those questions that's a little bit unclear.
1: Interesting, yeah. What I'm hearing is we just need to send more scientists out to mm-hmm. Calypso. Calypso? That's that's Callisto. Callisto and uh figure this thing out. Um,
0: oh man. I mean I, that's I what the for that's the greater what... knowledge. Yeah, that's what the UJC did. You know, hey. so I guess you're right in with them. With,
1: with the... great power comes great responsibility, and with that also comes the need for great knowledge. So let's just start throwing people into the blender and uh, <laughs> start getting that knowledge and power
0: and a huge disparity in like mm-hmm. ethics, you know. Well, kind of, I mean, yeah. yeah. Comes along with the job, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But something also that was incredibly unique about this disease is that there was also one select individual for whatever reason, we don't know in the game, they were able to reap the benefits of the biophage pathogen. While still retaining cognizance and self-awareness, so they kind of got all the benefits. And I mean, as long as you're okay with like your body being transmogrified in like weird and unknown ways, none of the downsides.
1: I'm kind of good with that, honestly. As long as I don't have like, I'll take my chances. <laughs> yeah, as long as I have like cool. crazy things, I'm kind of cool with that.
0: Well, we'll we'll get into it and we'll How see crazy if you're still we can okay talking. with it. We'll get we'll into see. it. But uh, they right did. Right now, i got a foot in the door. At least for this infection and this mining colony, the uh, they referred to them as uh, Subject Zero, I believe. And huh. they retained a mostly human appearance while also increasing a or seeing an increase in strength, resilience, longevity, and the development of other superhuman abilities. So it nice. seemed pretty good. Yeah. Um, they were also able to synthesize the biophage pathogen. Uh, just kind of like continuing to spread this disease at an increased rate. And they also perhaps had some control over infected infected individuals or the virus itself. Um, It's Mm. not super specific on how great this extends, but it is interesting to note that if this individual did have some control over the virus, they did not seem to have any interest in helping any of the other colonists. (laughs) <laughs> or stemming the spread of this disease, you know. So maybe they were just a jerk. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just because I could help well, doesn't mean I have to. Well, that's,
1: it's it's uh, it's the same principle as um Captain America, right? The people that took the serum, if you mm. were like good, you became better. But if you're already bad, you became worse. So it's just the people that get it are, and are the what, whatever you call it. The so everybody's evil that's gotten this disease. Because they all yeah. turn into monsters. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I mean, maybe... So we'll then the main change character, change. maybe maybe just need to send in, like, a priest. And then a he'll priest. just become, like, amazing. He'll become a, a Giga Chad. will yes. just tell, tear everything apart. Super awesome.
0: mutated priest. Uh-huh. <laughs> coming to you in theater soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we have Velocipastors, so why not... Oh, Giga- you're right. Priest. You're
0: right. I guess he, he did good with his walks. Velociraptor. Yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, he did.
0: Oh, what an obscure reference. But um, uh, interestingly enough, and though somewhat unsurprising, is uh, in addition to the UJC kind of group that was sent to control the outbreak, other groups also took notice of the mysterious properties of this new disease. Mm. Uh, And like every lore, it has to have a cult. So no, our secretive yeah. cult in this one is a group of powerful elites called uh, Kalipolis. What? And uh, I hope I'm saying that right. I believe that stems from uh, uh, Plato's kind of like, basically his word that he used for like a utopia was uh, Kalipolis.
2: Oh, hmm. oh yeah. And I believe
0: you. This group had been searching for a means to enhance humanity's evolution so that we could better endure the harsh environments of outer space and uh, also the environments on distant planets. And they saw this disease as a promising means to accomplish that. If they could just harness it, then, you know, they could ultimately achieve their pretty good goal of enhancing, like, humanity. But, you know, maybe the methods aren't so good.
1: Yeah, maybe like do some research about what the thing does slash what it is before you just like full commit but, to yes, this is the answer. We worship this now. Oh like, yeah, but that's like that's the whole point of a cult. Cult cultists are the ones oh that don't God. do the research and they yeah, just like, are like, oh, that sounds back cool. Okay, let's, let's do some planning, some thought. Let's let's give this a minute and like see how things go. No need no, to jump both like, feet in right away. They're like, oh, serve a demon king that sacrifices everyone? Well, no, they're not going to sacrifice me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as he gives me ice cream, then I'm good with him. He's, <laughs> he sounds like a great guy.
0: I mean, at the same time, is that I do kind of think that uh, Kelly Polis did uh, a lot of their research. They were just pretty like unethical about it as we get into oh, this. Cool. Um, All right. Well, at least they're smart. In, in some of their previous research, uh, before discovering this disease, they had seen a similar evolutionary phenomenon. And this was in another place, which was called a Paramo. Nice. And they thought this biophage pathogen might be the key to unlocking what they called the Paramo effect.
1: So, do you think the next game will be called the Paramo protocol?
0: Um, I was kind of thinking about that. And I was like, where do you go from, like, because I assume like maybe a little bit of spoiler at this point, but the the Uh, next game isn't going to be on uh, Callisto. So maybe they'll just keep protocol and kind of go with that. But I don't think it'll be in promo because I actually was curious about the word promo because in the game it's never expanded upon, but this could be in reference to a real world location, which also goes by the same name in this location. Uh, is known for hosting a variety of lush and vibrant ecosystems. And this is located in the Andes mountain range of South America. Huh. And uh, actually, in like real life, it's commonly referred to as an evolutionary hotspot by scientists. So pretty neat. Huh. But uh, as I great. was also uh, digging through some of the Callisto Protocol's lore, I found out that at one time, the Callisto Protocol was going to be part of the PUBG universe. Nice. Which <laughs> was really weird to me. And yes, that Battle is the the same yeah, PUBG that has the Battle Royale. And in PUBG, there is a map called Promo, and I think that takes place in the real world location. Interesting. And so, uh but at this time, I think the the director of the uh Callisto protocol did state that like they're no longer connected. That right, he yeah. thought the game could stand on its own. You know, so I it could just be like a little minor holdover from hmm. when it was, yeah. But uh, back to Calipolis, and they also responded to this tr- distress call from the mining colony. And when
1: How they, did they, got they get a hold there, of a
0: distress call? Um, well, it's a distress call. You just like broadcast it, right? Anybody can I listen suppose. to. It. Just I assumed it was call.
1: like. I just assumed it was the UJC, like specifically, like calling out to, like corporate U at ujc saying hey mm-hmm. yo send us help not just like a broadband distress uh, yeah. that was where i was like how is how's the how are these guys like jacked into the ujc's like private conversations and, and distress discussions like that's that's a strange thing to have in a cult but yeah,
0: yeah. and i guess that is like pretty valid and yeah. uh also from what i know is that the secret cult pretty much had like their their fingers in a lot of like really powerful, uh, like, uh, like governmental bodies. Like, I think they even started as like kind of like this underground group in the UN, like, the United Nations. Nice. Yeah. And so I think they do have like some members, uh, in the UJC. So they probably kind of like called it in okay. essentially. Gotcha. Okay. And so, so winter, when... no, a... <laughs> you good. And when they called this in, uh, They got there, and they pretty much took what they needed, which was a lot of the infected, like, larvae, and then they pretty much disposed of the rest of, if not all, of the colonists. They, Yeah, they pretty much had, like, a, a sterilization initiative in which they killed everybody they could, and this was including the subject zero and then they sealed any remaining infected or people they didn't kill in the underground structures of the colony. Wow.
1: Seems kind of mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. seems uh, seems like a huge jerk move, but, uh, yeah. you know, tracks were a cult, far as, I suppose. As far as
1: cults go, not great. Like, They're really not on the top of my list of cults to join. Yeah, you know, me so either. Nice. Yeah, no, no sacrifices yet, so I'm a little confused. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, I guess they're sacrificing all the colonists. <laughs> yeah. Is it really I a sacrifice them. if you just lock them in the basement? I feel like that's just like neglect. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean it's it's definitely it's messed, messed up, know. but I feel like it's just like I mean it's not really murder for a purpose. It's just murder.
0: Yeah, just uh just random murder. I guess like mm. they were trying to like make sure the infection didn't spread, but man, do they do about it in a pretty pretty messed jerkish up. way? Yeah, yeah. it's messed up. And so then they got to study Uh, and work on the biophage pathogen. They constructed many research facilities on Callisto, and they also constructed a massive maximum security prison. This was called Black Iron, and they made it on the icy moon, and this was conveniently to provide a plentiful source of new test subjects for their research labs.
1: At least they were smart enough to not take this stuff off planet, or off moon, I suppose. like keep it on the ground where it does we can't just like start infecting spaceships
0: everywhere i do believe that they had several other research labs on other planets such as like europa and stuff man i'm so so
1: glad that they (laughs) never took this off moon and they just like left it there that's so good i'm so glad they never
0: never came to earth they're
1: really smart they just made the best decisions come on guys don't take it off planet when you're dealing with stuff like this that's crazy.
0: You really shouldn't give these people any credit. But, I'm
1: just uh, like, oh, man. It's just,
0: that's rookie mistake number one. Even after years of research, no significant break, breakthroughs were made. The researchers thought that they were close to discovering kind of this ev- the source of this uh, evolutionary phenomenon and harnessing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kelly Polis was impatient, and they wanted results, and they wanted another subject zero or as they called it, an alpha. Classic. Corporate,
1: just Russian.
0: Yeah, just Russian and with like reckless abandon, not caring who they hurt or how many. And this alpha, as they described it, would be a perfectly evolved specimen of humanity that is superior in every way and would accomplish their overarching goal of something that they called commonality. Hmm. And uh, getting back to what you were saying about not taking this off planet, Randy, is that at the same time this research is going on on Callisto, uh, a diluted sample of the disease was accidentally released from one of their labs on another moon, Europa. Oh, come on, dude. And this event resulted in at least hundreds dead, just lots of people dead. And most people saw this as a tragic accident. It was actually like covered up and branded as a terrorist attack by this, uh, this cult, but right. messed up enough is that the leader of Calipolis, uh, his name was Duncan Cole, saw this as a grand revelation in his eyes.
1: Dude, this guy's freaking now, now crazy! We're
0: looking, now we're looking like a cult. Now yep. we're looking yep.
1: culty! This is really bringing the cult into it. This yeah. guy's freaking whack! What is his it, problem?
0: It's, it's so messed up. But uh, ultimately, like, this uh, cult didn't really get what they wanted, which was the production of, like, another alpha. Good. So they basically had to take things even a step further. You know, they were, like, inspired by this. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, you got to stop giving these guys credit, man.
1: (laughs) The credit was good. They couldn't get it. They messed up. They were failing, so they give up. Not that they push harder and go crazier. Just no, these guys, guys are persistent. And give up. Yeah, come on.
0: And uh, with Duncan Cole, uh, he was pretty encouraged by the Europa incident, and he decided to take drastic measures, somewhat by himself. But I think like the the cult still pretty much backed him in this. And he was also the fresh, bank and new. Warden of the Black Iron Prison. And he saw all these inmates and security officers as a perfect testing ground to create the next alpha. As he put it, evolution does not take place in the lab, but in the wild.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Wise words, dude.
0: Yeah, go for it. (laughs) So he did. Yeah, he enacted the Callisto protocol. And Uh. In this protocol, some of the inmates would be purposely infected with the biophage pathogen, and the disease would be allowed to run rampant throughout the prison with only the cult having any idea of what was truly going on. So none of the guards (laughs) knew, none of the prisoners. It was just looking like all hell was breaking loose.
1: This guy just, like, manufactured a zombie outbreak. He did, like, straight up. It's like, I'm sure this won't go bad. There's no way this will get out of hand and we won't be able to stop it. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, but uh, this also brings us to the events of the game. And this is where you pretty much uh, wake up in the prison as everything is quickly just hitting the fan and the disease is quickly spreading to infect guards and inmates alike, with the prison devolving into utter chaos within hours. So like we said before, this infection, it works fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Seriously. Hours. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, just as uh the warden cole had hoped the disease flourished in a wide variety of evolutions that were observed with infected taking on new and incredibly grotesque forms.
1: Meanwhile, he's just like starry
0: eyed the entire time looking down. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness is working. It's beautiful
0: exactly yeah that's exactly what it was like and he was just like sitting up in his like cozy like security office safe away from it all while everybody else is just being like ripped to shreds man that's so messed up but uh he also got like his grand objective of what he did this whole thing for and that was a new alpha was created and this time it was one of his high-ranking security officers and he was called leon ferris you actually right. interact with him quite a bit in the game, and honestly, he seems like just a big old jerk, even before he's <laughs> infected. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, um, Ferris, it was pretty interesting as we were able to see kind of like the infection uh, kind of run through him and see exactly how like the the subject zero or alpha is affected a bit differently by the the uh, pathogen. And. We initially see that Ferris looks mostly human, but still looked very infected, as he was uh, very bald, and
1: Wait, spaghetti guy. Right.
0: Oh, we're getting to that. Okay, and your he looked more muscular and had black veins being pronounced through his skin. So he looks real gross Eww. at this point, but he's still got like his like bipedal like humanish appearance. He's a
1: normal man. He's yep. a gross
0: man. Just a normal human being like you and me.
1: <laughs> just, he's just like me.
0: Yeah. But uh, like we learned before, is that the, this pathogen has the ability to actively evolve. And one of the things that can spur on this evolution uh, is by taking on like physical damage. And mm. as our character Jacob is battling him throughout the game, and uh, Ferris is sustaining substantial damage each time they interact with each other, you know. It seems that the infection eventually saw fit to totally evolve and enhance Ferris's body. So that's when we get Spaghetti Man or Pizza Guy, as he kind (laughs) of looks like. Pizza Guy. Yeah.
1: And that is humanity's perfect evolution. The disease
0: knows. That's what humans could look like. He looks really gross, and he probably doesn't fit through doorways really well, but <laughs> and if, he, uh, if he can take some hits. Oof. And That's probably true. As we're kind of getting on about is that he grew much larger in this form, becoming a fleshy monster covered in fibrous muscle, muscle tissue, and he no longer resembles anything close to human. He's just like a huge, almost kind of like Resident Evil-esque monster. Super Resident Evil. Yeah.
1: Are his fingers arms?
0: Yeah, yeah, and even like each of the fingers on his left hand grew to have a tiny little hand on each. He's oh, adorable. So cute. That's cute. Yeah. He's, and he's got little baby hands. Yeah, just little baby hands. But uh, his right hand was simply just like a massive claw to like impale you and shred you instantly if you got close to oh. so him. That's oh, exciting.
1: I, I like. Yeah, I'll just stand on his left side then. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys got to deal with. It? He's got to deal with the small hands, man.
1: (laughs) All the better for choking you out.
0: Yeah, he can choke you out in like five different ways. Uh. He's got options. (laughs) Um, But interestingly enough is that when your character like Jacob makes it to uh, like face off against this new form of Ferris, you kind of like barge in on Cole, the warden having a meeting with his other cult members. Uh, it's interesting that it seems like some of the members of this cult had their diverging viewpoints on how to advance humanity, and right. some saw like your character to be the true evolution of humanity rather than this monster guy. They like, mm. even referred to your character as Vir Solitarius, which I believe means like lone man. You know, so they're like, is, You're is, the pet, bro.
1: is is the main character also infected, or are they just saying that he's like? the best because he's taken on all these infected and isn't dying.
0: Um so some people theorize that your character could be another alpha and that you actually uh, use like the health packs or health syringes throughout the game to like suppress it. But uh, um, deep. like does your character show any signs of real infection? Not really other than being like super sweaty 100% of the time, but you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> some people are just built that way yeah 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 so i'm not saying he's running in a high fever or anything maybe it's just a really hot like environment so he
1: runs hot i yeah. mean it is a frozen moon so it'd be weird if it was a hot environment but who, who to say?
0: yeah but uh i think like like you kind of said it, on the other hand is that they're just thinking like you know he's battled all of these infected and he's battled like uh ferris a couple times and he's come out on top so this is really like the true like human spirit and like human evolution yeah. He's got gumption, and that's what really set him aside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And as the essence extracted from an alpha subject is the only known cure to the biophage pathogen, your character, Jacob, of course, does kill this new alpha, and he does this to save his ally, Danny. Brilliant. Yep. Let's
1: kill the alpha so we can't cure anybody.
0: Yeah, but I, I guess, like, you you kill it, and then you, like, extract some of its essence through, like, a syringe. So I suppose you maybe could have kept Alpha alive, but I don't think he was in any any uh mood to just let that happen. I suppose. Yeah, but that's kind of where we come to uh, like the end of the game. Is that uh, I think the infection is mostly contained to Callisto. I don't. It seemed like the um, the cult and everything had like this as like a pretty controlled, like quarantined off planet like they made sure like absolutely sure that nobody was getting away from this so i don't know if we have like a full-blown like infection spreading throughout humanity we'll have to see you know and possibly a dlc or another game
1: yeah i'm sure like one person got infected but then they were like no i'm fine got on a plane got on a ship got off planet and then actually fully broke out and now i was like oh no
0: It is a pretty real possibility, but at the same time, you know, like, uh, Duncan Cole, he, like, he knew this was going to happen, so I think he, like, essentially, he he would rather, like, shoot down any ships that were coming into land than let them, like, land while this was going on.
1: But would he be okay with, like, one of his core people just getting killed if they got infected, or would he be like, no, you're good, you're fine, and then they get on, and he's like, ooh, I didn't realize you were infected
0: i don't i don't think he gave a crap about like anybody like i he, what like, if he's infected th- that's the funny thing is eventually you come out or, or you uh, realize that he's not even on the station at all you've just been uh, seeing, like, a, like a projection of him yeah like Alright, Well,
1: my all my theories falling apart you're right you know what mm-hmm. they had they were right they were careful and somehow they're the heroes Question mark? I would not yeah, say that. I wouldn't say here. I mean nobody it did they didn't spread the infection anywhere else, so
0: I, I mean don't know. They, they killed like thousands of people, <laughs> murdered them, you know.
1: That's where the question mark came from. It was a big question mark.
0: Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but uh before we end this, I also kind of wanted to go over each of the types of infected we see. Yeah. Um unfortunately, you know, like uh I, I know a lot of people have made comparisons of this game to Dead Space and rightly so. I was like, uh, it's very similar, but and I think that's mostly due to like a lot of the the developers and creators of Dead Space being involved with this project. I think this was kind of supposed to be like a spiritual successor, but at the same time, uh, I I think it's kind of stands better on its own and I hope they develop it into its own kind of like franchise independent of that, but with maybe similar themes. But, as it stands right now, I do see, like, one of the main problems with the game was just a lack of variety. Like, there's not, even, uh, like, not that many, like, infected that you come across.
1: Hmm, that's a shame.
0: Yeah. And, and also, there's not too much, like, variety in, like, weapons or anything. But, right. kind of, get mean, away from it.
1: To be fair, and, and like you said, I don't want to, like, just keep comparing this to, to Dead Space and keep it, like that going because they are different properties and they are very distinct in their own ways but to be fair from what i remember dead space didn't have i mean at least the first one didn't have a ton of variety either like it had like the regular guys with like knife hands and then it had the little guys that crawled and then a couple other guys and that was pretty much like it didn't have a whole ton other than bosses that were vastly different it was a lot of very similar creatures with like slightly different limbs and whatnot well and especially if you think about like lore wise right they're not yeah all in different environments they're all in the same right. exact environment so even with the evolution like sped up if they're all in the same environment it's yeah, it makes sense to make, make similar creatures similar. yeah
0: that, that yeah. is very fair but at the same time my counterpoint would be like just That's kinda not it, fun for a game. It, it kinda gets a little old fighting like this. Definitely, same guys, you know. Definitely. Yeah. But uh those are super valid points and I think it's an important discussion to have, you know. But yeah. uh to jump into like what these different varieties are is that uh we of course have like the the parasite. This is the main mode of like transmission that we talked about. These are like the things that were inhabiting the Leviathan creature like under the ice. Mm. And They honestly look like these nasty little, like, mucus-covered, like, Mm -hmm. worm things. Yeah. Almost kind of like leeches, you know? Like, very fleshy-covered. They have, like, all these, like, weird little legs, but they're ultimately very weak. You know, you can, like, just kill them easily with, like, a knife or a stun baton or, like, a single shot from a gun. Oh, I pictured,
1: like, stomping on them. Like, I figured they were, like, ant-sized or, like, like you said, leech-sized.
0: Um, so they, they can be very small, but, uh, we can also see them get to like the size of, I'd say maybe like a small dog or like the size of your head. Yeah. So they, they can range from like pretty small to like pretty big. Yeah. I would say that's pretty big. That's what they try and do is they basically like latch onto your face and then they try Mm -hmm. and infect you through that. Do you
1: know what's just funny that I think of sometimes in video games? What's that? How we compare this parasite to being very weak because it dies from a knife or a shot from a gun. Right? Body. Yeah, yeah. We're we'll like, well, I'm, I'm very weak. I would yeah. die from a knife. <laughs> you right? You right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got like the constitution of a regular human being, yeah. and everything and then, like, else is crazy from up there. Because like in video games, humans are like, they can take they're... hundreds of bullets. Can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People in video games are built different. They are built. That is. Don't for worry, sure. I'm fine. I only got shot 72 times in the chest. It's fine. No headshots. No problem. Yeah. Don't worry. Just here, like... I'm, I'm identifying with the parasite. <laughs> <laughs> I want to attach to someone's face. I'm weak.
0: <laughs> All you gotta do is you just gotta wrap your arm in a little bit of gauze, and you know, you'll be you'll be yeah, good yeah, as yeah, new. Yeah. Right <laughs> as rain.
1: Shorts every bullet wound. <laughs> yeah. But
0: on to our next variety. This is kind of the really basic unit. They're also uh, referred to as uh, biophages, and they're also referred to as like just a grunt, which I think is kind of more uh, suiting. And boring name.
1: Yeah, I love their look though. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: Yeah, they're really gross, and they just like they look very zombie-esque. You know? Yeah. Um, they're pretty basic. I think they'll just try and like flail at you and like. Uh maybe rip your face in half if they get a hold of you or uh like just try and get you on the floor and like bash your face and is kinda of what they do. But they <laughs> look in like in the
1: ring, start wrestling you
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. But they put they you just in a look, headlock. Like, look like really like pussy zombies. It's gross. Yeah. But now we're kinda of getting uh more unique and we come to our next unit, which is called the Big Mouth. And Big so... Mouth, no neck. Yeah, (laughs) and this one is pretty unique looking in that it looks like it has two human heads fused together, but they share one massive toothy mouth. So one thing I thought was kind of interesting about this this disease that we look at is that I'm not sure if the reason why they have two heads is because it's like two separate infected individuals like merged together, or if this is like some like weird mutated thing where they're just growing like more appendages, you know. Mm. Like, Did I didn't think
1: if... for a second, ooh, two heads is a good idea, and then halfway through they're like, ooh, just kidding. No, two heads <laughs> is a bad idea. Well technically yeah, they yeah. In, like three eyes. So like te- technically yeah. where
0: they don't look very functional, but yeah it's I depth would be weird. Yeah.
1: Oh true. I didn't even think of that.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah but uh these guys look pretty gross and the multi-layered
1: jaw with like multiple teeth.
0: yeah it's like a man. it's like a shark mouth on like steroids they yeah. have like, so many different rows of teeth
1: and brushing and flossing would be a nightmare for these guys <laughs>
0: jeez man i don't even know how you'd floss that but Oof. um they're able to spit acid at pretty far distances always got to have yeah, a spitter yeah. unit you know yeah yeah so true And they also have these tentacles that can protrude out of their mouth to infect people if they get gross. And it's actually like a really gruesome
2: death. Yeah,
0: kind (laughs) of, kind of. Um, And if uh, any of you guys can remember, like the very first, like uh, Callisto Protocol teaser trailer that uh, came out, and like uh, you, you saw like a. basically an inmate die in that one and he died in a very gruesome horrific way that was one of these guys oh huh. cool yeah. uh so then we come to our another unit which is called the combustor and this is an extremely swollen biophage so much so that it is unable to stand and it can only crawl around the ground and when it gets in close proximity it will detonate causing high it- damage
1: <laughs> I'll give you
0: three guesses to what it does. Yeah, yeah right? What's it do? What's it do? <laughs>
1: um, but That sounds like a painful existence. Yeah, it does. yeah.
0: yeah. It also looks like his face is kind of peeled off, which is
1: yikes. Seriously. Oh, it does. I honestly cannot tell what's face and what isn't. It Kind of, to me, for some reason, the face looks like an animal head rather than a human head. Yeah, it head. looks like a rat head. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It does look like a rat. I just didn't want to like, didn't want to call rats out specifically. Like, no (laughs) rats. Rats are carriers of disease. They're disgusting, even though I love them, but they're gross. But But, yeah, um, I could not figure out where human faces
0: in that. The, the interesting about these guys to me is that I would think as a disease, your main like motivations are to, uh, like infect other individuals and survive. Right. Yeah. So, it's kind of weird to me that like the this disease would mutate somebody in a in a fashion that would make them into a bomb, which would make them less able to survive. You know,
2: I,
1: maybe, maybe it's this like is a mistake. So, maybe well, this is I I I have been doing a little bit of uh, more like research into evolution recently. He's becoming okay. a microbiologist? Um, Get him. No, not even close. But. Um from what I can tell from the most basic amount of knowledge that I have is that after like th- this is obviously for like non-alien life forms that mm, we know really? of. Really? <laughs> but this is also like long-term evolution, but like evolution doesn't care about your life, it cares about the procreation of yeah, the new life species, species. to evolve. Oh, right? It does not care about the individual. So a, a creature's thing is only survive until reproduction. Or in this yeah, guy's case true. or in these things case it would be survive until spread. Yeah. Whatever's the uh, most effective
0: way to do that. So, maybe uh, when it like explodes it spreads a bunch of like larvae around or something. Right. I can see that. I was but, gonna say
1: it also could be like this is like a failed evolution of like it maybe this was supposed to be one of the uh, two headed, whatever what the big mouth guys, but like it didn't Static quite evolved computing. correctly ah. and so it's just like well it's like instead it like it's got like a bunch of acid in it but it doesn't have any way to spit it and so it just kind of builds up pressure inside of it until it explodes oh, gross. something like that oh. where it's like it it's like part way evolved into something else but it didn't fully make it doesn't have all the ability all the oh. capabilities one of the others and so it's just like a weird freak that eventually causes it to just die
0: that that is Maybe. a good point that is a really good point Pretty fascinating. But uh now on to my least favorite one. Uh this <laughs> one is called the bloodworm. And this one does not resemble a human even slightly. Uh from the picture, yeah. might be kind of hard to tell. But what this basically is, is it's like a flesh pod that sits on the ground and it waits for unsuspecting like survivors or uninfected to pass by, and then it will suddenly extend its like extremely long neck. Uh, kind of more like a tentacle at this point and then it'll use these like three like little mini tentacles coming out of its like mouth and it'll use these to grapple onto onto a prey and then it'll like try and pull them inside the flesh pod so it can like either like crush their Yikes. head or like rip off their arms or something oh my goodness yeah but um it's uh, it's pretty jarring when you get caught by one of these guys in the game, and then your character has to like quickly like stab at it with a knife, and then it'll like retreat into its pot, and you go and like stomp on it. But uh, they're very gross. I hate the the fleshy folds of them. It's it's <laughs> <Fleshy> disturbing. <folds. laughs> so I don't want to like
1: add to the nightmare fuel of this already nightmarish creature. But like you were talking earlier, if if I remember correctly, that like it's not super clear whether this is reanimated corpses that are these things or these are living being living humans that have just been like mutated into these things but still alive and still like technically sentient yeah and my goodness i certainly hope that it's just dead corpses being reanimated because could you imagine being catching this disease and then being mutated into that thing a freaking <laughs> lump of flesh on the ground that has <laughs> like a freaking spinal column head Sticking out of it. Yeah. That's you're like this guy rough. became an alpha, and I became and a, I became a freaking decoration.
0: <laughs> a <worm. laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Not to and mention it be like, like super boring. You just wait yeah. around.
1: Yeah. Be, that is. I take it back. That is the most painful existence. The freaking detonators. At least they have an end in sight. These guys, freaking yikes! It is. Yeah. You could very like, possibly stepped on them like. like <laughs> You you could evolve into this thing down in like some random corridor in some place and never see another <laughs> being in the universe again. Oh you're my like god. in the janitor like, closet. Yeah. You're just a noodle in the freaking janitor closet just flapping <laughs> so in the wind doing nothing for eternity.
0: Oh my god. Kill bro. me please. So terrible, so terrible. I
1: hate it. Oh my goodness.
0: But I guess if you're maybe a bit more lucky, you might end up as what is called like a corruptor. And these guys are kind of cool in that they're able to like just Spider-Man around, you know, they're able to crawl on like floors and what you're looking for is contort. I don't know if Spider-Man ever does that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's more like the exorcist than like Spider-Man. You don't
1: remember when (laughs) Spider-Man spins his body around 360 degrees and like shambles up walls. I I really don't remember that. Don't worry, I'm coming to save you. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Gosh, and I think like uh also maybe the uh the infection thinks more heads is better because yeah, these yeah. guys now have like three heads that are all fused together and share one, one mouth. Yeah,
1: heads um, are always better, but mouths are not better.
0: Like unless it's creating like multiple brains or something. That could be. Yeah, just wants more like brain power for a tactical advantage or something. But in the games, brutal. they don't seem too smart. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, never mind. Yeah, brutal. That's rough. Um, but I guess they are able to, like, turn invisible. So that's pretty cool. You know, that's weird. They got that. They got that. I suppose. Um, and then getting to our even more unique varieties. This guy
1: looks so cool.
0: Yeah, this guy is called the Blind. So you remember as... You may remember, as I mentioned, is that some of the original infected from that mining colony were really? sealed underground. And they oh. were down there for, like, 75 years.
2: No
1: way!
0: Yeah, they were just down there, like, mutating and surviving in the dark. And as a result of this... Yeah, as a result of this, they they are now completely blind. And they also have, like, a skeleton or mummy-like appearance. Like, they just look, like, really thin, pretty, like, shriveled up. But they still have, like, these several kind of thick vein-like structures coming from inside its chest that protrude out of the skin into tentacles like these guys look very horrific as always with these guys yeah but very cool
1: these are like nightmare fuel like really cool like this is like this is like the cool end of the spectrum of nightmare fuel unlike the gross disgusting end of the spectrum of nightmare fuel which is the blood worm
0: yeah yeah 100 percent and I guess you just have to deal with being, like, extremely dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. Um, and then we get to basically our boss-type enemy. It's kind of unfortunate that this game has, like... You have, like, the, the alpha fight at the mm-hmm. end, of, uh, Leon Ferris. But then, like, in terms of other bosses, this is kind of the only other guy that you get. He's pretty cool, wow. but I still would have liked maybe a bit more variety. Um, But this... Uh, biophage is called the two-headed brute and he is Mm -hmm. very dangerous if he gets like close to you he will basically like instant kill you and uh looks very strange very gross uh it appears as two melded torsos with its chest like ripped and like flayed open so you can see it's like ribs poking out and it's like organs in there as well and kind of going with that that uh multiple bodies appearance fused into one it also has like multiple legs just like randomly protruding hmm. off of one of its uh one of its legs
1: the more and, legs the faster you can move
0: uh, i mean it's just like got like all these like random feet like branching off so they don't really do anything they're <laughs> yeah. just kind of hanging out
1: <laughs> i was gonna say like like humans can only run so fast but like dogs and cheetahs they can run super fast and they got twice as
0: many legs so it makes sense like more legs, faster speeds. I mean, but at the same time, you got like millipedes, and I guess they're pretty <laughs> fast comparatively for their size, you know. But
1: do you imagine a full-size millipede? The thing would fly down the street. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, maybe you are into something. Maybe I'm wrong. You're,
1: uh, you're right. You're right. Uh,
0: um, yeah. So what's kind of interesting is that as you fight these guys, is that if you get them, if like halfway through the fight, they'll like rip off like half of themselves to make themselves faster (laughs) so i guess they're like eh, you know what buddy you're not working out you're off the team yeah (laughs) totally rips them off but yeah yeah it is pretty like a pretty unique like boss fighting experience but uh, of course it's like the only other one other than the final boss
1: yeah cool or not it gets stale i'm sure
0: yeah you find them like a couple times and yeah, you know, to the first time you're like, all right, I I kind of know your drill, I know your drill. Yeah, it's it's the
1: pillar troll, from yeah uh, pillar giant,
0: pillar giant, yeah, yeah. But, um, that's kind of all that we have for the Biophage pathogen from the Callisto protocol. Uh, researching cool. this one was pretty cool. Um, like I said before, I was pretty fascinated when I like played the game, and when uh, I kind of dove more into it, it was very interesting. But at the same time, I was a little disappointed in that the lore doesn't go as deep into, like, uh, non-events that take place in the game. It doesn't go, like, too deep into that. And not a lot of it is, like, super explained. Which I guess is good, because it doesn't bog down the game too much. But I just am very excited to see where they take this series, and I hope it gets, like, more entries.
1: Very much. That's, like, It's a very cool series, a very cool idea. It's just a shame that, like, right now it's a shame there's only one of them. So, like, there's only so much to draw from. But it does leave a lot of really cool interest of what could be coming in the future. Hopefully it
0: it does well. Absolutely. Like, uh, it's a really shame that, like, it released with, like, some performance issues and, like... Um, and like I said, like the game does have some problems, but I think like, it is really nice to see like smaller developers kind of take a shot at this genre that I think has yeah. a lot of room that can, uh, that they can grow into and they can like really mold it into something very unique. And like I said before, uh, with the podcast called, uh, Helix Station that they also created, I think it gives a pretty interesting, like insight into like kind of how the rest of the universe functions and i'm i'm totally here for it man it, it seems yeah. very cool to me but with that i think uh we that's all we got for you today so as always uh check us out on our twitter at vanquishers pod and also on our tiktok which i think is just the vanquishers guide We've always got some good stuff coming up on there and Heck yeah if you know anybody that was maybe thinking about playing the Callisto Protocol or perhaps played it and was just curious about the lore, why not uh, share this with them? Perhaps they'll be either intrigued to play the game or they'll just get a nice, tasty bite of some fresh and gooey lore.
1: Ew. I don't want to yeah. picture
0: gooey. This is like, all these guys
1: are too of I know. Gooey. Right after we just talked about, like, yeah. monsters, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Gooey, man. Come
0: on. Oh, man. But as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all you guys that uh, listen to our episodes. And we hope you have a great and wonderful week. And stay healthy, stay safe. See
2: you.